Hey guys, and welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine, the first podcast to bring you the local fishing report for Alabama's lakes and rivers, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. Are you frustrated by your typical hunting and fishing magazines? Are you tired of reading content meant for guys up north or in the Midwest? Don't get left behind following the guidance of guys who don't hunt and fish in your home state. Pick up a Great Days Outdoors Magazine subscription and become a better Southern outdoorsman. Great Days Outdoors Magazine can be found at your local Barnes & Nobles, Books A Million, Tractor Supply Company, Rule King, Bass Pro Shops, or you can save and buy online at greatdaysoutdoors.com. And brought to you by... L&M Marine has something for everyone, from small hunting boats, pontoon boats, to bigger bay boats, offshore boats, and hybrids. L&M Marine LLC prides itself on its customer service and knows how important it is to be taken care of and to have someone you can trust. They are locally owned and regularly support the community. L&M Marine provides superior customer service and has an entire team that consists of professional sales members, financial experts, service technicians, and a knowledgeable parts and accessory staff to support you. Go visit their friendly, reliable, and experienced staff now locally owned six miles north of I-10 on 34600 Highway 59 in Stapleton, Alabama, or call 251-937-1380. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report. I'm your host, Brian Sin. Hope you guys are having an awesome week. Let me tell you, this weather outside, man, it's got me fired up for springtime. Deer season goes out today at least where I'm at in the state of Alabama. I know it's a little different in some places, but we got that pressure off of us. Now we can think more about fishing and get fired up for that. Man, I, I guarantee you the fish are, are active right now. I've talked to several people throughout the week that they're starting to hammer them. Fish are moving up. And uh, man, it's, a, it's an exciting time of year coming up. But hey, we got a great show for you today. And uh, we'd like to start the first segment off with Miss Vivian Altry with Crank for Bank. Miss Vivian, how are you? I am great. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Crank for Bank. I mean, everybody, I mean, this is, man, I want to hear about how this got its start. I want, I want to hear the story behind it. And, and then we're going to talk about the event you guys got coming up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's kind of a corny story, actually. So, a few years, three years ago, my husband and I bought a company called OGS Tournaments, and it's just a, a tournament trail that we do on Lake Martin. And my husband, it was a terrible storm back in, uh, I think it was January 2020, and before the pandemic had hit. Had hit. So uh, it was a terrible storm. We had no electricity. Everybody's it, sitting at home. Is that the one that had all the straight line winds with associated with it that just like blew trees down all around like more absolutely yes Mm -hmm. yes and so we're at home you know no no devices no nothing right no tv and my husband mike says hey i want to think about us doing a tag fishing event well i mean i'm a lake person but i'm i'm not a i didn't know i'm a fishing person now but at the time i was definitely not a fishing person and I was like, I don't even know what this is. You, you know, we, you just talked me into buying OGS. Are you, you know, what are you trying to do to me? And he said, you know, I've been married 34 years. So it's, it, yeah, you expect <laughs> these things. Really to you got it. You got it. So he started telling me about it. And um, at the time, my future son-in-law was sitting there and he, he said, oh, that's a great idea. And he started rattling off all these crazy little names. And I was like, we don't even know we're doing it. We're not naming it yet. And. Anyway, long story short, yep, a Crank for Bank was born that day. And if I put my mind to something, I'm pretty much a go-getter and I get things figured out real quick. And so right after we did that, uh, came up with the name and kind of exactly how it would work, I got on the phone and started figuring out, you know, where do you get tags from? And, and you know, how do you get your insurance? You know, all these different things, you know. And so I made a phone call. To, luckily for us, one of the people that work for us on the OGS side of the house 
um, is an Auburn fisheries student. And so awesome. she knew how to tack the fish. I'm like, <laughs> well, there's one step. <laughs> and then, you know, there's not that many companies in the country that make tags for fish. So figured that out pretty quick and, and got those shipped from Seattle and got our insurance and Dimity insurance taken care of. And, and so that was, I think, middle of January, 2020. And we had it rolled out by uh, March 15th-ish to wow. start live April 1st. So, That's very, uh, very quick. Successful. Yeah, very successful the first year. Last year was even more successful and exciting. And, and we're looking forward to this year. We're expanding it. It was only on Lake Martin last year. This year, it's going to be on Lake Martin and uh, Wheeler Lake up in North Alabama. Mm-hmm. It's two separate events. It is. It okay. is. They're both at the same time, April 1st through July 4th, but two separate. So 200 tag fish are going out on Wheeler and 200 tag fish are going out on Lake Martin. The cool thing is, is if people have never heard of Craig for Bank, is that you can win some major prizes. So you can win a million dollars. You can win a Phoenix bass boat, a 2022 Phoenix bass boat, and they're sponsored. You know, each, each one of these big prizes are sponsored. And so that's from North Alabama mountain lakes tourism. And then freedom Marine is doing the, the, the boat, the Phoenix 20, the 2022 uh, Phoenix bass boat. And then Layton Chevrolet at uh, Lake Lynn Layton is uh, doing the 2022 Chevy truck. Oh now, my gosh. You got four, three amazing prizes there. Absolutely. Plus each fish is it. So the other 190, six fish are worth 1500 so at a minimum you're going to catch a fish if you catch one is going to be worth 1500 dollars. but just to kind of put it in perspective for you and there's different prizes on lake martin and i can go over those in just a second but just to put it in perspective for you last year we put out 200 fish lake martin for those that don't know is a 44,000 acre lake it's very large we put the fish from one end of the lake to the other but we had 16 people that were registered catch fish we probably had about 25 that were caught but some of those people unfortunately weren't in the tournament nope and they cried so but 16 people won one guy well we had a couple cool stories so one guy won the skeeter bass boat and he so he got a fifty thousand dollar skeeter bass boat and let me just tell you rufus mcneil is one happy man he is out there (laughs) fishing in that boat most every day i got Um, that Oh my gosh. And it was just a sweet story. He had had to sell his, his bass boat a few years back because of cancer. And so it was just one of those stories where it couldn't have happened to a better person. You know, it just gave you that 100% feel good. I'm so proud. Just a great story, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then one guy, cute story, a a college kid, uh, his mom told him he had to go to work in the summer. And he said, no, he wanted to catch fish. And uh, he actually caught two of the tag fish. So he got $3,000. That probably didn't make up for what he would have made if he had worked full time. But that to his mom, he was like, hey, yeah, I, I caught fish that caught me, made me some money. So we had some really cool people win, you know, it, so at a minimum, you get $1,500. And at a maximum, you could, you know, win a million dollars or a bass boat or a truck. One of the cool, other cool things from last year um, that I just, I love heartwarming stories and stuff. So we got a letter from a grandmother, an 87 year old grandmother. And she said, I don't even care if I win or not. I have won the lottery by y'all doing this. My grand, my seven year old great grandson comes over just about every afternoon and fishes with me off my dock. And see, that's the key about Craig for bank. You can, you don't have to have a a bass boat, right. or, you know, the latest equipment or whatever. You can fish off of a dock. You can fish off of a shore. You can fish off of, you know, a bridge. We don't care how you fish as long as you fish with a rod and reel or, you know, a line with a hook. Right. And so, but she just said that she won the lottery by her grandson spending just about every afternoon from April 1st through July trying to catch you know, he wanted to catch himself a, a tag fish. And, and she said the memories were just incredible. The other thing that a lot of tournaments don't do is, I mean, we really do not care. You can be, I say seven to a hundred years old, um, only because you got to be about, you got to help, you got to be able to hold the rod yourself, right? You can't right. have help. So about seven years old is about 
the earliest we've seen anybody be able to get out there and, and truly hold a, a rod, you know, their sails and catch a fish. That, that is really cool. And, and, and what I love, and, and, and you just touched on it there, but, you know, there's so many young people or, or even middle-aged people that, that may not have this fancy, nice bass boat in there. And, and, you, you know, it. so maybe they want to fish <laughs> tournaments and they want to be part of that world, but they're like, how do I do that? Cause I, you know, don't have Absolutely. the boat to do it. Well, you don't have to have a big fancy rig to do this. Absolutely. And you still got just as good a chance to win. I mean, one cast could be a million dollars or one cast could be a Chevy truck or a Phoenix boat. And that's, it doesn't matter if you're wading around on the edge of the water or off your pier or your grandma's, your grandma's pier. What, and that's a really cool concept. You know, one of the questions I had is, so how many fish will y'all release before the tournament? 200. 200 Where do you get them? So there you go. <laughs> That's another kind of cool story for you. So as I was trying to figure out how to put this whole thing together, I had contact, we went and got our Alabama fisheries license and all kind of stuff and applied and did everything. And then, you know, sometimes you just have those aha moments, like, or you go, duh, I'm just dumb as, as the dirt or whatever. Um, but I was laying in bed. I, I travel a lot for my work and I was laying in the bed in, in, in a hotel in Dallas, Texas. And I was like, why in the world am I going to buy all these bass from this company at a lot of money, a whole mm-hmm. lot of money? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and when I have fish at my disposal all year long. So we use our own bass from our tournament. So we put on at Lake Martin in particular, you know, we put on about 17 tournaments a year. And so like right now, we'll, we started tagging last weekend and we will tag Um, We have three more tournaments in March. So we will tag the rest of them um, after our tournaments in March. So we take the bigger fish. It's both in Lake Martin, it's spotted and largemouth. And then on Wheeler, we started tagging two weekends ago or three weekends ago up there. We held a tournament up there and got some fish and tagged them. But it's going to be spot, smallmouth, and largemouth. So there's three different species up there. Which is which is cool because my man, my husband was like I've never even caught a smallmouth before. I'm not the same way. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so believe it or not, I could tell the difference. I was like, oh look, I can see the difference in these fish. But so because we don't put on many tournaments up at Wheeler Lake, we have hooked up with different people up at the Wheeler area that are putting on tournaments. Like we are going to use some of the fish for from fishing for a cure. Um, they're 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 doing a tournament on March the fifth. Awesome. And we will get the best of our fish for, from that tournament and go out there. And So you'll and, basically, and, when somebody weighs a bag of fish in, you'll, you take those fish that they weighed in and before mm-hmm. they're released back, they're tagged. And then when it. they're tagged, yeah, mm-hmm. they're distributed and they're not just dumped right back there at the boat landing. They're distributed throughout <laughs> the lake. No, I don't think our insurance company would like us to do that very yeah. much. So yes, correct. So we, we have two bass boats that w- they'll take those fish and you can hold about 20 fish in each of your live wheels. Uh-huh. And so we, we, and then we just come back. So we'll, we'll bring our tanks up there to say Wheeler on the March the 5th. We'll bring our tanks up there and we'll keep those running with the fit, the bigger tanks where the fish can just, you know, swim around while we're, while they're waiting to be tagged and while they're waiting for their turn to get in the boat to go out. So um, it takes some time. I mean, it, it's a, you know, it's a long process and that's why we try to do it on multiple days because it, you know, you're running from one end of a lake to the other uh, and, and, and it takes time to get them out, but we, we get them out and uh, we, you know, we, we've already opened up registration. You can go out there and register crankforbank.com and then pick either Wheeler Lake or Lake Martin on Lake Martin. We have uh, one extra bass boat. So we have a million dollars and that's um, sponsored by big fish, Realty Group and Point Broadband, and then we have the a bass boat, a Skeeter bass boat by Ashley's Outdoors, and then we have a um, Bass Cat by Russell Marine, and then we have a Chevy truck by Alan Embry Premier Chevrolet in Bessemer. So 
so there a few extra a, one extra boat on Lake Martin that you could win, but then again the fifteen hundred per 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 fish. So you can already go out there and start to register. We had somebody I had somebody just a few minutes ago. I thought it was cute. Ask if they could buy one for their husband for Valentine's Day. Nice. Said, that's a great Valentine. That's a great Valentine's Day present. That is a great Valentine's Day present. So how much does it cost to enter? So it's it's a hundred dollars to enter. And so one thing we haven't talked about is that we really focused on the the tag fishing event, which is obviously probably the most important to most people. But with the $100 registration, you get the tag fishing event, and then you get to be in the virtual tournament event. And they run the same time. So while you're out there, this this came about last year. Our friends from Fishing Chaos and I came up with this brainstorm idea over some drinks. So it's pretty fun, and it has worked successfully. Um, so while you're catching fish or trying to catch your tag fish, you're going to catch a lot of other fish, right? Mm-hmm. And so we thought, well, we might as well make it fun for you to be catching those fish too. So um, if you catch a fish, um, you you take a picture of it on the Fishing Chaos app, and then it'll it'll automatically cull your top five fish for you. And so we have weekly big fish winners, and then we have a first, second, third, and then overall big fish winner. Um, for the virtual prize. And that's sponsored by Realtree um, Fishing, Johnson Outdoors, Tackle Direct, and Frog Togs. And let me just tell you, some of the prizes that they're going to get are incredible prizes. That is um, very so it's, it's cool. Like, so yeah, it's not so a like five fish day. limit. It's not a five fish. It calls your top five throughout so, the time. So you want to put all of them in. Yeah, because you've got 13 weeks to catch your fish, right? Okay. And so you want to enter all your fish even i mean i guess if it was a dink you wouldn't but you know you want to enter all your fish because you never know what's going to be your top five right so it was fun to watch and we have a leaderboard going the whole time for the for the virtual and then also who who caught a tag fish but the leaderboard for the virtual could change any minute. I mean, you know, somebody was leading and then the next thing you know, somebody else was, was leading. And the, and the other thing about that, kind of going back to your comment a minute ago about, you know, you can stand on your dock or whatever. So people that have never even been in a bass tournament before, they felt like, you know, for 13 weeks of fun for a hundred dollars, oh they could actually participate in, right? the, in a virtual tournament. One of the guys at Wind Creek State Park, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. Oh, it's yeah. Very, very large. Okay. Strike State Park on Lake Martin. But they had the the highest number of fishing license sold ever. Um, and they said it was because of Crank for Bank because we do require you to have a fishing license if the Alabama, if the state of Alabama requires it. You know, if you're... Sure. If you're I think it's 16 and up. You have to have it. So anyway, they haven't sold a lot, but they had people that were fishing on the side of the, off the, off the shore of Wind Creek, big time into the virtual tournament, trying to, you know, move up in the ranks. I can honestly say that the third place winner, I believe last year, could have, it may have been second or I can't remember, second or third place winner last year of the virtual tournament. They didn't have the big fancy boat and, and, you know, all that. They were, you know, somebody that was truly an angler that was fishing off the side of the lake. That's awesome. So on the virtual, you know, like you said, you, you just take a picture of it on the app. Uh, but do you have, do you have to have like a ruler or, I mean, or scale or what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So great question. Absolutely. Great question. So we, we, um, do require you to have a bump board, a legal bump board. So you can't use a tape measure and trust me, we see all kind of stuff. Um, and we have a company called real tournament management that they look and view at all the fish. And if it's not legal, if you didn't weigh it, if you didn't put it on the measuring board, right. Or if the mouth open and it makes it kind of, we can adjust the, because people do that. People cock that mouth open and it gives them another inch or quarter of an inch, whatever. So we, we have somebody that a, a company that does this all the time. They do it for KBF for Chad Hoover. So we've hired them to be our management of that. So, yeah, so they have to do it. There's, so there's no way you involved. It's only by the length. But it's amazing how, you know, when you start seeing these bigger fish, you know, some of them might be have a good you know belly on them or whatever. But they the length is, is really the big fish. That's how they really can, um, you know, like it doesn't matter if you catch a fat one as long as it's long then that's well and, and here's the thing so because of the time frame uh and it's from april 1st to june right july 4th we wanted to july 4th include, okay 
Yep. Well, and some people may listen to it or look at it and go, well, what if I catch a big old fat one? It's going to weigh more than, you know, one that was skinny. But here's the thing. It makes yep. it fair for everybody because that fish in April, if he's a big fish, he may weigh a pound. He may weigh two pounds less in July than he did in April. Yeah. Because uh, they lose weight in those hotter months. And so Absolutely. it doesn't matter if you catch it in on July the 4th. Yep where it's lost some of that weight, as long as it's got the link, it's a fair equal over the Absolutely. over that span. I like that. Absolutely. So KBS does um, the, the kayak bass fishing club. They, I think they do, you know, hundreds and hundreds of tournaments a year. And that's how they do everything is off their, off the links, obviously, and not weighing it. And they feel like that is the fairest way. And so when we were trying to figure out a best way to make everything fair, and obviously not having to worry about people trying to go to different marinas and weigh and right. all that kind of stuff. So this makes it fair and it's fun and it's brought so much to Lake Martin and people are, you know, saying, Oh, I can't wait for Frank for bank this year. We believe that that's going to do that on Wheeler Lake. I mean, the anglers embraced us so much um, three weekends ago when we were up there, they were super excited about it. So one other thing that I want to tell you about that that is our way to give back from this tournament. So we're all about student anglers, right? Not not necessarily just guys, all, mm-hmm. all girls and guys. So or we are working with every high school that we can think of in the areas, so Wheeler Lake area and Lake Martin, and we give them uh, cards that have a special code on the back of them. And they give them to their friends. And if they register and use that code, that school gets $10 or that program gets $10. So just to kind of give you an idea, one of the schools uh, on Lake Martin last year was very successful in this, very, and was able to pay for all the hotel rooms for all of their trips for their kids. Oh, wow. That is huge. Well, and especially since. From my understanding, a lot of the schools haven't, they don't really necessarily, they, they allow the fishing teams to happen, but they don't necessarily help them financially. So a lot of this falls back on the parents and, you know, they're trying to help those kids just, you know, pay for gas or, you know, find a, a boat captain or whatever. So to help financially is huge. That's not just high school. That's even true with your colleges, except for a couple. There's, there are colleges that have scholarships, but like Auburn. Uh, and yeah. Auburn's got one of the top fishing teams in the country every year. And yeah, we're uh, one of their sponsors. Non-scholarship. I mean, those guys have to pay Absolutely. for everything they do all by themselves or go out and, and get their own sponsors. So I love what y'all are doing and, and giving back like that. And congratulations on the success of this thing. I mean, it's blown up. Every Like you said, people get excited for it. And that's what you want to see. Man, I'm looking forward to see how it does on Wheeler this year. Glad you guys are expanding. Because uh, there's so many fishermen in that part of the state, right? And uh, there are. And I just know y- y'all going to keep growing this thing. It's just going to keep going and, and and just get bigger and better. So congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And hopefully, I can come back on later in the summer and tell you about the success of it. We're going to do that. We're we're going to make that happen. I guarantee, because I want to hear about it myself, and I know our <laughs> listeners will as well. And maybe maybe some of our listeners will will be some of the ones that win. That'd be really cool. But um, that would be awesome. So they so, can register at crankforbank.com. Uh, you can register now. Just make sure you pick whichever lake you're going to be at, Wheeler or Lake Martin. Crankforbank.com. Miss Vivian, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. I truly enjoyed it. And uh, good luck on the tournaments coming up. And we'll be talking to you uh, probably after July 4th. Get an update. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Talk to you soon. All right, guys. Let's take a minute and hear from some of this week's sponsors. The Hunting Exchange. In this day and age, we all know it's a struggle to sell hunting equipment on large social media platforms. And that's where the Hunting Exchange steps in. Hunting Exchange is an app for iOS and Android that gives you a one-stop shop to buy and sell your hunting gear. Whether you're looking to sell your bow, broadheads, technical apparel, stands, saddles, or anything in between, this secure platform allows you to buy and sell gear with confidence. As a buyer, each dollar you spend is insured by PayPal, and as a seller, there are no hidden charges like other platforms, and listing items are also free. 
Gone are the days of having listings removed from Facebook and worrying about being banned and removed from groups for wanting to sell something as simple as your bow or a knife. So head on over to the App Store or Google Play and experience a new hassle-free way to buy and sell hunting gear by downloading the Hunting Exchange app today. And brought to you by... Photonist Defense is proud to offer the PD Pro line of night vision systems. The PD Pro series is the world's smallest and lightest night vision goggles built around the Photonist 16mm filmless 4G image intensifier tubes and our hybrid filmless 18mm image intensifier tubes. These ultralight, ultra-compact night vision systems deliver the cleanest image, best resolution, smallest, most transparent halo, and best overall performance and function of any night vision system available. The PD Pro line consists of the PD Pro M 16mm monocular, the PD Pro B 16mm binocular, and the PD Pro Q panoramic night vision system. Photonist Defense, Masters of Darkness. And brought to you by Bob Seeley from Seeley Outdoors wants you to mark your calendar for March 25th, 26th, and 27th for the annual McDonald's Big Bass Splash at Goose Pond Colony on Lake Gunnersville. There will be over $290,000 in cash and prizes guaranteed with hourly payouts and much more. Go to Seeley outdoors.com and get registered online or call 1-888-698-2591 for more information again march 25th 26th 27th for the annual mcdonald's big bass splash at goose pond colony in scottsboro alabama on beautiful lake gunnerville and that's sealyoutdoors.com s-e-a-l-y outdoors see you there all right, guys, welcome back to the show. What a great first segment. Y'all be sure and check out Crank for Bank and, and be sure and select either Will Wheeler or, or Lake Martin. Man, hey, chance to win a million dollars, right? Or a, a boat uh, or truck. So, I mean, for a hundred bucks from April to July 4th, you can't really beat that. But as excited as I was about the first segment, I'm just as excited about the second segment today because we are going to do a deep dive into some amazing data with Fishbrain. I know all you guys probably are familiar with Fishbrain. I think most people in the fishermen in the world probably are, are at least in the U.S., or have that app. And if you don't, you should get it. They compile amazing data for, for the lakes all across the country, and I'd like to welcome Nate Roman to the show to tell us all about it. What's going on, Nate? Not a whole lot, Brian. Thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to get a chance to talk with you. Absolutely, man. Well, first of all, congratulations on the success of the app. Uh, it's an incredible tool, and, and you know, we at the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report, we, we feel like we're a tool. If you're going to the lake, if you're planning on going you know, you can listen to our show on the way to the lake and, and you can kind of hear, you know, whether it's Shufal or Gunnersville or Lake Martin, you kind of hear, hey, there's, here's what the anglers there are doing right now and here's how they're catching them. But what you guys got is a very, I mean, you can uncover some incredible data with this thing. So if you don't mind, for people that may not know about Fish Brain or what all it does, kind of give us a background, man. Tell us about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you really nailed it when you said um, a tool, because that's really how we see fish brain, another tool in your toolbox. And like the more data you have to go off of, whether it's, you know, an in-depth report on a podcast like this, or the buddy texting you and tell you how they did out in the water, or, um, you know, it's a fishing app that goes right in your pocket. You can take it with you out to the water. And at any point you can pull it out and take a look at the map and see, you know, what's been caught recently in the area, what what are the top species here? What are the top baits? You know, you can do a lot when you're exploring the map within Fishbrain to basically find the best place to go fishing near you. Um, regardless of what species you're targeting, you can kind of shape that map and filter that map to make sure that you're finding the best place near you to fish. And yeah, it's, it's taken off. So I've been at Fishbrain um, for only about a year now. Um, I'm a partnerships manager here, but the app itself and the company is more than 10 years old. Um, and at this point, more than 14 million people have used Fishbrain. So it has definitely taken off. Uh, you know, there's millions of catches um, on the Fishbrain map as you explore the country. And 
tons in Alabama too, including a lot of the lakes you just mentioned as well. Um, so I'm excited to take a deep dive on some of that data specific to Alabama today. Um, sure. And hopefully it's helpful for the listeners. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be helpful. So I'm just trying to, I'm trying to give the, the listeners a, a visual idea of what's going on here. So let's just start at Gunnersville. Let's say we're going to Gunnersville this weekend and we want to go, okay, where do I need to fish? And you open that the map and you you can go to Gunnersville Lake and then you're viewing a map view. Am I correct on that? Yeah. So there's, when you first open the app, what you'll come to is a feed. So, it, you know, FishBrain, in addition to being a map, it's community powered. So that map is all powered by community data. And that means when people are logging their catches, they're posting their catches, kind of like, uh, you know, a social media feed. You'll see mm -hmm. pictures of catches, things like that. All of those real angler reports are what's going to power the data you see on the map once you click over to the map and start exploring around Gunnersville. And I know people get a little hesitant when they hear like spots and map and community data and things like that. So I always just want to call out that you never have to share anything about a catchy log that you don't want to. Um, you know, you control your own privacy settings. If you don't want it to show up on the map at all, that's completely up to you. Um, you know, if you want to keep that spot locked down or anything like that. You have that power within FishBrain um, to use whatever features you want and to hide your location if you want to. But there's a lot of great data available on the map for you. So when we talk about like Gunnersville, for example, there's more than 4,000 catches logged on Gunnersville. So you can get a chance to look around, see, you know, where are the hotspots, where are a lot of catches being logged. You can filter that map to say, I'm only interested in crappie or I'm only really targeting largemouth bass today, whatever it might be and start picking out those hot spots. You can drop waypoints, start saving some spots you want to check out that day. You can even turn on the depth chart. So we have Navionics depth chart right within the app as well uh, wow. for FishBrain Pro members. And you can go ahead and you know start picking out some points, some interesting drop-offs, ledges, whatever it is you're looking for that day. You can start dropping some waypoints and really having a pretty cool experience when it comes to choosing where you're going to fish. Well, you know, one of the, one of the things that can be very overwhelming with guys that they're not professional Every, you know, they don't do this for a living. They don't fish, you know, three, four days a week. They're weekend warriors. They get fish maybe once a month, twice a month. And, you know, when you go to these lakes like a Gunnersville or like a Martin or you follow, we, we're so blessed in Alabama to have so many big bodies of water, but they're very intimidating bodies of water or, or they can be. And so, you know, when you go to a Gunnersville and you've got, all these miles of shoreline and all these miles of water, I can see where this would be, like you said, a tool to where I could look at that before I go and go, okay, let's narrow down some places here. I can see fish are being caught here, fish are being caught here, none's being caught over here. So I narrow that place right mm -hmm. on out and just get that off my, you know, don't even go that, don't even go to that spot. I mean, is that how people are using it? Yeah, exactly. And I think it really helps you have a great amount of confidence, especially when you step to a new spot. Um, because, you know, me, I'm up north, I'm up in Ohio. So I live late, right off Lake Erie um, in Toledo. But when I'm exploring the map down in Alabama, yeah, I'm learning a lot about your guys' fishery just from ex like exploring around the fish brain map here. And those lakes are huge. Like a lot of the ones we were exploring, they're huge and they're very you know, kind of nuance on the shoreline. Like there's a lot of twists and turns and mm -hmm. creeks and different spots. And, you know, as a first time angler, something though, if I was actually going down to fish one of those lakes, I don't want to go in with no game plan at all or no idea of where I'm going to fish. Um, and I want to have confidence in the first spot I pick. And if I decide to move, I want to have confidence in that spot too. Um, so that's really how we can help you jump into your day of fishing, really knowing that, okay, there have been fish caught um, in my target species in this area recently or in this area recently and you just know you're fishing productive water uh, mm -hmm. not just like jumping in blindly and spending all your time trying to find fish or find fishy water um, you've got a starting point at least so that's that's how i use it and that's how a lot of people use the map on fish brain as well can you narrow it down to a specific like let's say a season so like can i look at march or can i look at yeah. june Yep, absolutely. So when you're filtering the map, um, typically I'll add a couple different filters. So what I'll usually do is I'll filter down to the species I want. And for me up here, I'm primarily a trout angler. So often I'm putting trout filter on there. And then I'm also filtering to the time of year. So you can filter down to one specific month if you want. Um, or if you're more broadly saying like, oh, I want to catch 
crappie in winter, maybe you'll put like a November, December, January filter on there um, or something like that to just limit the map down to real angler reports in that time frame. So you can start right. seeing like, oh, you know, they're sitting out pretty deep right now. Or, you know, I don't want to fish this like northern part of the lake. I want to go down to the southern part or whatever it might be. So, yeah, you absolutely can filter not just by species but also by time of year, uh, which is super helpful when you're That's super helpful. Yeah, well, yeah, because like we know, I mean, the fish in March and April or May are going to be in possibly in a totally different spot than they would be in August, right? As the water heats up or as it gets cooler, the, the fish are moving. So what a great feature to be able to pull it up by the time of year you're going fishing. Now I can say, okay, I know it's the spawn. I know it's the spring. Fish are probably moving up. Now let's find productive water. Exactly. And it is like, you know, as you apply those filters, it's not just about spots, but also about tactics too. So you apply the filters, you can see some spots that might be good, but you can also see how the top baits change over the time of year. So, you know, maybe during winter, colder months, you're fishing more of like finesse presentations, whereas as it heats up, gets into the summer, maybe it's more about throwing crankbaits or throwing something that's a little bit more active and fast moving or larger profile. Um, you can see all that changing as you apply your filters on the map. So it's really a great way to build, not just a plan of where to fish, but also how you're going to fish when you approach that new water. All right. So you're from Ohio. I'm going to assume you've never fished Lake Gunnersville. Would I be yep. You're correct on that. I'm one. correct in that. All right. Let's pretend you're going to, you got the app pulled up. I'm sure. Let's look at Gunnersville and let's pretend you're coming down here this weekend to fish and kind of walk through what you're seeing and, and what baits are productive. I mean, can, is that possible? Yeah. So I'm, I'm here. I'll pause this here. Cause I'm actually like on my phone right now. So it's going to be a little hard for me to use the app at the same time, but maybe we could do kind of like a more general overview of that. That'd be fine. Yeah. That the general overview of it. That'd be great. Okay, cool. Um, so when we generally look at Gunnersville, you know, if I'm coming up this weekend, um, what I'm first going to do is filter down the map to the time of year I'm fishing. So right now, I'll probably leave January, February um, as the months I'll select, and then it'll come down to what I want to fish for on Gunnersville. So when I look at our data, I can see the top species we have logged are number one, largemouth bass. So that's almost half of the catches on Gunnersville are largemouth bass. Tells me, you know, it's a really productive fishery there. I don't think that's a secret to anyone, obviously, with the way Gunnersville features on bass fishing circuits and things like that either. Um, and then right behind that would be black crappie. So if, you know, it kind of then would come up to me what I wanted to target out there. Um, and let's say I decide to throw a largemouth bass filter on there, and that's what I'm going to go out and target. Um, then I could start exploring spots where I'm seeing, you know, higher concentrations of bass logged in January and February, picking through some areas that I want to start out at, and also seeing what base I might want to throw. So right now, you know, as I'm looking around, the top bait for bass in specifically in January, February in Gunnersville has been a finesse worm. So specifically a Zoom brand finesse worm, probably fished on a drop shot or some really slower, um, stealthier presentation to get down at those bass that are sitting a little bit deeper. But you can also start exploring some other tactics too. So, you know, you can check out leaderboards and see what's catching the big fish too. So right now I'm looking at the top fish on Gunnersville that we have right now on the leaderboard is sitting at 12 pounds and five ounces, and it was caught on an A-rig. So, you know, there's lots of other big 10-pounders on there, too. Um, and you Does it show you when that fish, see. does it show you when that 12-pound fish was caught? Yep, you can see dates on all of it. I don't have that date right in front of me, um, just because I was kind of looking at that before I jumped on. Right. But you can see the dates <laughs> on all of those, and you can also see um, the current conditions that you were, you know, in, that that angler was encountering that day. So you can see water temp, you can see air pressure, temperature, wind speed, all sorts of things like that. Um, I'm guessing if they're logging a 12 pounder, they're going to keep that location private. Um, <laughs> but you could, you would be able to see all those uh, current conditions and things like that too. So yeah, people are going to protect their best spots, but you can at least learn from what bait they were throwing um, and generally what water conditions they were after too. And that in itself is, is, is great info, right? Because if you can narrow down the depth of the conditions of that, that match the conditions you're, you're currently in, then there again, what we're trying to do is narrow down water to, and find productive water. So that's uh, incredible information. Yeah, it's awesome. And I'm guessing, who knows, maybe there's some listeners out there who have actually caught some bigger ones on Gunnersville too. So, or they're planning to this next uh, upcoming season. So if anyone out there wants to try to 
take down that top fish on the fish brain leaderboard. Definitely recommend you check out the app um, and start logging your catches um, heading into spring. Now, is this a, um, is it a free app? Is it a, is it a subscription based? Yep. That's a really good question. So it is completely free to download, create an account and start exploring the map. Um, there is a Fishbrain Pro um, subscription that helps unlock some of the more advanced map layers and features. Um, so things like Navionics depth charts, for example, um, that's going to fall under the Pro subscription because it is such an advanced tool on that side uh, as well. But it's completely free to download and get started. Um, and you can, you know, still have a lot of power to explore the map and get a chance to, you know, get some basic reports and fishing reports for those um, top waters but to really take it to the next level. That's when Fishbrain Pro um, comes into the equation and it's pretty affordable on that side, but really not much more than the cost of a lure every month. Um, and you'll be able to unlock some of those more advanced features as well. Very cool. And talk to me about the leaderboard. So is when you're talking about a leaderboard, of course, in my mind, I, you know, fishing guy, I'm thinking, is this, is, is this some sort of like tournament thing? I mean, are, are the, is, is there prizes or is it just the recognition of being on the leaderboard? Uh, right now, it's just the recognition of being on the leaderboard for now. Um, hey, so, Nate, I might be know, on to something. I might be on to something, Nate. <laughs> you just might be. You never know. Don't, uh, don't yeah, forget for about me on that. Right. <laughs> Turn this thing into a tournament, man. That's good yeah, I mean, stuff. people love to compete for sure. And people are always out there trying to, even if it's competing with themselves, like set your own personal best. So that's something you can do within your profile too. Like I'll have my personal best for each species. Um, and you can kind of, you know, use those as your goals for this next year. Like, let's say, all right, I'm looking at my personal best largemouth up here in Ohio. Um, and I'm trying to pick out where I should go, or maybe, you know, now as I'm starting to look at Guttersville, if I really want to get my PB, maybe I should be coming down closer to you guys. Um, exactly. Higher quality fish down there for sure. So no you know, doubt you can about plan that. that trip out. Whether it's close to you or far away, whatever trip you're planning, you know, that map expands the entire country that way too. If we're looking for big deer, we go to Ohio, right? If we're looking for big fish, we come down here because we got the, we <laughs> exactly. got the big it fish. It's a trade. <laughs> it's a trade. Yeah, back and forth. Let's move over to Smith real quick. And uh, is there some current data that you've looked at for Smith? Yeah. So I'm looking at Smith. It's got a few less catches logged overall than Gunnersville does. So it's about 1700 catches logged in the app. And this is for me as an angler who obviously hasn't fished Smith before. I was amazed at how deep that lake is. That's the reason I brought it up. I wanted to see what depth it was at. Right. Yes. It's amazing. So I didn't explore the whole one. I was just kind of panning around within the app. Um, but I was using those Navionics depth charts and I was seeing spots at 240, 250 even. So I'm not sure if that's the deepest. There might be some deeper holes, but that was, that was crazy for me to see um, as I was panning around. Well, but as I'm looking at the top species logs there, we see spotted bass comes in number one on Smith Lake right there. Um, top base, we have like a Helgramite style lure, uh, a white fluke, and then deep diving cranks, um, specifically in like a fire tiger color. Um, have performed well on that side. Largemouth bass came in at the second ranked species. And that one, you know, I was looking at data for the whole year on this one. And it was actually top water that was coming to the top for Smith Lake there. So um, frog um, came in at the number one lure for largemouth bass on Smith Lake. But that is looking across all months. Um, uh, you know, not necessarily, I'm not sure February is the best top water month down there. Um, but right, yeah, that was right. looking across all months. Um, well, strike bass too. That was a pretty, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead with strike. Strike bass came in um, towards the top in the species for Smith Lake too. And there were some real giants that I saw getting logged there. So, you know, looking at the leaderboard on that one, lots of fish over 20 pounds. I think the biggest one logged right now was sitting at 32, um, which obviously people don't have to include the um, weight of their fish when they log something in fish brain. That's completely up to them. What kind of info they want to include with it. Uh, but, you know, I figure if people are going to be catching any over 20 or 30, they'll probably want to put that that weight on it. So if anyone wants to unseat that one, too, definitely recommend, you know, any of the Smith Lake anglers out here um, can try to unseat that one as well. Well, and we had one of the top guides for uh, strike fishing on our show last week at Smith Lake. And it's getting close to that time of the year. You get into March and April that's really uh, the time to catch the giant. I mean, you catch them all year long, but that's really mm -hmm. the, the big bass. I mean, and they're catching 40 plus pounders. They're catching consistently in the, in the thirties. 
and, and up there around the 40 range. So it's absolutely giant stripes. Uh, it was amazing to me, even like last week, and and you're talking about the depth of, of Smith. I mean, he's, he's catching fish 120 feet deep. Yeah, I mean, that really is insane, like how deep that lake is for how narrow relatively it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the things that's, um, that's really cool, Nate is, is about that, that lake. first of all, it's the third clearest lake in the United States. So it is absolutely, I mean, you're 15 foot of water looking at the bottom. It is a gorgeous body of water, very clear, uh, and very deep, but because of the clarity of it, when you're looking sometimes in 200 foot of water, you're looking at the top. I mean, there's, there's forest that they flooded and those trees are still down there, you know, 200 feet still standing. So you've got these suspended fish over the top, but a lot of the top water, what people love about Smith with the top water is they're seeing fish on their electronics. They're finding fish that are 30, 40, 50 feet deep and they're fishing top water. And those fish are coming up from 30 or 40 feet. And I mean, launching out of the water when they hit it. Really crazy. That's got to be quite a blow up when it comes oh, up from yeah. that high. You might be able to see it coming all the way up too. Yeah, that's, that's they can. Beautiful fishing. Yeah, they can on the live scope and stuff. That's what they're talking about. They're watching these fish, like they're throwing right over the top of it, and then they can see those fish dart and start coming up. <laughs> How cool would that be? That's fun. That'd be fun stuff. Well, then we go. Awesome. You know, we go from a deep lake, and that's some good information on Smith. So. Let's walk over to Eufaula. Let's go to the other end of the state. Obviously not, you know, totally different type fishery, but another giant fishery and uh, lots of quality bass in that lake as well. Yep. And that is one too. Um, you know, there's more than a thousand catches logged at Lake Eufaula as well. So, you know, you can imagine opening up the fish brain map um, and just being able to see tons of, you know, hot spots that will light up for you on the map, um, even exact um, catch reports if someone has decided to keep that public, which again, they can always keep private if they want to. Uh, but so many ways you can start approaching a lake like that, um, to start finding the best largemouth spot. Um, so yeah, uh, largemouth came in at species number one for you follow for us. Um, the top bait uh, was like a yum dinger, like a five inch style worm. Uh, so you can fish that all sorts of ways, whether you're Texas rigging it, uh, wacky rigging it, whatever you're going to do with it. Um, that came in at our top bait. And then the number two species there was crappie as well, which, uh, you know, had a pretty wide mix of the baits that have been effective tubes, you know, kind of the baby shad style minnows. Uh, but I saw a lot of trends on the top baits looking like chartreuse um, did pretty well and you follow as well. So I'm not sure how that, you know, that's a pretty general report, but I'm not sure how that lines up with uh, the way you kind of see the fishery as well. But I'm always interested to hear, like I'm learning a lot about these lakes just by talking to you and by exploring and fish brain too. So yeah, curious. Yeah, curious and how no, Ufala is, and, and definitely that, that would fall in line with it. And, and I was curious to see what the top search, I figured it was bass. I mean, it's, it's a very well-known, lots of the big tournaments have been on that lake throughout many, many years. Uh, so it's a, it's another, it's kind of like a, a gunner's full. It's another very, very well-known, very politicized lake for this bass fishing. It's a very unique lake at the same time. It, it's, it's, it's got this diversity. There's fish that can always be caught shallow there in the grass, but it is, it's really known as a ledge fishing lake. Uh, so, you know, some of the, t the top guys and usually the people that win the tournaments, they'll stay on those ledges all year. Uh, you know, in that 20 foot range of water, but now they're there again, they may come up and fish the bank earlier in the morning and then, you know, beat the bank and then in the grass beds and, and try to catch a really big fish. But most of the tournaments are won on ledges there, uh, from what I understand, but the, I was, I was anxious to see what the, what it showed is the top search, because it is also an incredible, incredible crappie lake. So I'm not surprised that, that crappie was number two on it. And what, what are the, did you see some of the sizes, some of the leaderboards for the bass and the crappie on that lake? On that one, I didn't grab any of the leaderboard data beforehand. So that is something that you can definitely check out. Like all of this is very easily available within the app too. This was kind of me just grabbing as many notes as I could before we sure. got a chance to talk today. But yeah, absolutely. All that info um, is right in the app as well. If anyone wants to see 
the leaderboards or just see some recent catches, see what people are saying is working right now. Um, you know, obviously within Fishbrain, you can also follow people. So it is like a full-fledged social network on that side where if you, um, you know, if you see someone just lighting it up um, in your favorite lake or in areas near you and you want to follow them and get a chance to learn from their fishing over time or from the info they choose to share, um, that's something you can do as well within the app. So yeah, I mean, that's a great way you know, it helps to be able to see all of this data at scale too, but it also helps to be able to comment a question on someone's post, um, ask about, you know, were you fishing ledges for this? Did you start up on the bank in the morning? Uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, you know, it's helpful to have not just that data, but then also just go out there and fish, go out there and talk to people who are fishing. You know, data is a great starting point, um, but a lot of those conversations that happen on FishBrain can really help you take that fishing to the next level too. All right. So w- let's talk about the social media side of it. So when you're looking at the feed, are, are you seeing a feed that's generate? Do you have to be following someone to see their feed or are you seeing a feed from everybody on Fishbrain? Um, no, you actually, it's kind of a mix. So you are seeing posts from people that you follow for sure. Um, but you also kind of customize that feed based on what else you want to see, I would say. So you, you know, you can set your favorite fishing area, whether you just want to look at you know, maybe it's just Gunnersville or maybe it's just Southwest Alabama, like whatever you want to set as that favorite, um, favorite fishing area, you can control that. And then you can also follow specific bodies of water um, or follow specific species too. So if you could care less about bass fishing and you just want to catch crappie, you can just set your feet up um, to basically just show you crappie, just like you can set the map up to basically just show you crappie. So it's kind of the same as applying that filter on the map. That's really cool, Nate. And, and, and that's what I was sitting here thinking. I didn't know if that was available or not, but that's what I was sitting here thinking in my mind is if, if I could select Gunnersville, and now I'm seeing the feed from everybody that's logging fish on Gunnersville, I'm seeing like more real time. I mean, I can, I can back out of Gunnersville. I can look at the big picture. I can look at the hot spots. I can narrow the water, but then I can also go to the feed of people that fishing just on Gunnersville and say, okay, this guy was fishing yesterday and he caught this fish and I can look at it. Okay. He caught a six pounder in 14 foot of water on a jerk bait or what you, or whatever it may be. That's, that's, that's a great, that's a great tool. Exactly. And that's, I mean, I love that you're calling it a tool because that really is what it is. You know, it's all about helping you fish more successfully when you're out on the water and whether that means looking at the literally like the hundred mile up uh, satellite view of that lake and picking it apart based off a lot of that like bigger picture large scale data or whether that means just following really in depth in the feed and seeing what was caught yesterday right um, you know you can kind of you can have that control to approach it however you think is best because obviously you know a lake can change a lot conditions can change a lot in a very, very short amount of time, especially as we're, you know, heading into spring, temperatures are changing up and down pretty constantly. So there's a lot of changes and you can kind of, you have the flexibility to approach it however you feel is the best way to basically help put you on fish because that's our goal. That's our goal. That's right. That's your goal. That's our goal on our podcast. That's your goal with Fish Brain is, is that we want to make this trip that you're taking the best that it can be and give you the best information real time that you can get. And, and, uh, so when you take all those things into consideration, you can go to the lake with, with more confidence than you, than you might've gone without it. Right. And, and that's a big part of fishing is confidence. So if I look at fish brain map and, and I go, okay, this time of year, this is the depth they're catching them. These are high producing areas. So I know I want to focus here and then I can, back out of that i can look at the feed and i can go okay this guy caught one yesterday in this depth and the same area da 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 and then while you're on the way to the while you're on the way up to the to the boat landing you listen to our podcast and and it all corresponds and now you got confidence and you go catch fish right exactly that's what it's all about i mean the more confidently you fish the more you're going to catch at least that's how it feels for me when i'm out there um, and, you know, whether you're looking at the big data, the small data, or even just like your own data. So as you start logging more and more catches within FishBrain, we'll kind of build up your personal logbook for you and be able to teach you things about the way you fish that you might not have picked up on otherwise. So for me, as an example, I actually like I don't pay much attention to moon phase when I'm 
planning my trip. I really, you know, I'm mostly fishing trout in rivers. So I'm looking at, you know, stream flow, I'm looking at water temp and I'm looking at, um, you know, basically water clarity too. Like those are the big three for me. Mm -hmm. I never paid attention to moon phase. I just went out and fished. Um, but then when I started looking through my own log book, once I'd start, I probably logged like 50 or so trout just to get this started. But then I started looking at it and I was like, wow, like I'm actually much more successful out there, even without paying attention to it at all in like full moon or close to a full moon phase that way like that. So, you know, it started unlocking insights about the way I fish and the, what water temperatures I'm really successful at, which ones I struggle at a little bit more. Um, it might need to change tactics or find some different spots when I know that's the condition I'm in. So it's a great way to unlock insights, not just from community data, but from your own data as well. Yeah, man, that's great stuff. What's up coming for Fish Brain? We got anything new that we're fixing to be rolling out or um, anything on the table that we that you want going to uncover today other than, than what you have? There's always new stuff um, coming. So, you know, the app is updated constantly to just improve the overall quality um, or to add new features like that. A really exciting one is that we are in the process of adding regulations to the app now. So, you know, we've always been able to tell you where to fish, but we also want to make sure that you're fishing responsibly once you're there. So Fishbrain actually recently acquired a company called Fish Rules, which might be more familiar to some of your saltwater anglers or, um, you know, more coastal anglers. But it's, a, it's an amazing app that was really built for the sole purpose of making sure people had up-to-date uh, regulations, no matter where they were fishing, whether they were offshore, inshore, fishing freshwater, whatever it is. So Fishbrain and Fish Rules now... Um, can combine and basically bring you not just this advanced map um, and all these tools to help you learn where to fish, but also show you up-to-date regulations um, for any area. So that's in progress and should be rolling out in the Fishbrain app um, pretty soon. So that one's something we're really excited about, but there's lots of other cool features Man, that's that we're great. adding. That would be so beneficial, not just to the freshwater guys, but like you said, especially to the saltwater guys that you know snapper season or or whatever it may be that they're going after to, to see those regulations i got another idea for you nate so so write this down now and put my name beside it so that i as i get credit for it how about in the future for fish brain you can purchase your fishing license for that state that area and you can save it onto your app you do it all right there and it saves it, so you don't have to have it in your wallet yeah i really like that idea because you know I've got a bunch of paper licenses for you right? know, not just Ohio, but for Michigan and PA up here too. So it's kind of, kind of annoying to even have those paper licenses, honestly. So I, I like is. that idea a lot. And yeah. If we ever, if we ever release it, I'll put your name next to it on the feature. That'll be, that'll be our goal. We'll, we'll name it after you. <laughs> name it after me. There you go. Well, Nate, man, I, uh, bef- all right, real quick. I know we got a lot of Coosa River chain guys that listen Lay Lake, Logan Martin. Did, did you happen to pull anything on Lay or Logan? Yeah, we've got some data on Logan. Let me just scroll around here a little bit. Logan Martin, we're looking at around 2,300 catches in the app. Um, if you're able to explore it, you know, you can picture that's pretty robust on the map. Lots of data to be able to explore that way. Very close um, in terms of the top log species between largemouth and spotted bass, but largemouth did narrowly edge spotted bass on that side. For both largemouth and spotted bass, uh, we saw Ned Worms did really well. Um, Ned Rig and Ned Worms did well. Um, spotted bass had a little bit more top water in some of the baits as well, which I thought was kind of interesting. And below that, too, there's, I mean, some pretty diverse fishery, it seems like. So lots of other, you know, looks like lots of other species that are pretty close and have more than 100 catch logs on that lake in particular, looking at um, even striped bass, we got channel cats, blue cats. Uh, there's some, you know, a pretty diverse fishery there. You have data on all those species, not just the ones that I'm talking about most um, on this on this podcast as well. Well, and it's no, not surprising there that spotted bass was, you know, right up there almost even with the largemouth because it, it is a spotted bass fishery for sure. Uh, that's probably the number one caught. I, I would say there's probably definitely more spots caught on that lake than, than largemouth. It's not surprised that people still are searching largemouth on there, especially tournament guys are wanting to catch that little bit larger fish. But uh, the spotted bass, an incredible spotted bass fishery, uh, and 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 there again, it's another very diverse lake. So you do have the the striped bass. Uh, actually, 
great catfishing lake too that's actually where where me and my kids noodle in the springtime so we we go catch you know 30 40 50 pound catfish sticking our arms up in holes so uh, it's a it's a very diverse very cool very very diverse lake and and uh, there again we're blessed in alabama to have so many good fisheries well, Nate, man, that is, thank you for joining us today and, and, and kind of walking through this. I, I learned a lot about what fish brain would do for sure. And, and I can tell you, I'm going to go get the app as soon as we get off the phone. Cause I didn't realize I knew a fish brain. I, I knew uh, a little bit about it, what it did, but I didn't, and, and I'm going to go back to that tool thing. I didn't realize it was that, that good of a tool, but obviously it is from what I'm hearing. So Thank you for sharing that and uh, with us today. Yeah, absolutely. It was great to be on here. You know, at this point, there's almost 100,000 catches logged across the state of Alabama. We're sitting at about 96,000 now. So we should hit that 100,000 mark pretty soon in Alabama. And hopefully, hopefully a few of them are yours, man. I hope you get to log some of these cool, you know, log some fish in some of these cool lakes we got to talk about today. And yeah, definitely just appreciate you having me on. It's really really been a blast and I felt like I've learned a lot um, just talking with you um, especially in context with all the all the map exploration I did earlier in the day so yeah I can't absolutely. tell you how much I appreciate it well thank you Nate man come down here and go fishing with us man and uh absolutely. spend some time in Alabama let me know all right well, we appreciate it guys if y'all are listening to all our listeners hey it's a free app and <laughs> download it it's that easy and uh we all have our iPhones we're all looking up all this information but now we got one place we got one place where we can get everything we need and uh thanks for doing what you guys do nate you've created an incredible tool to help us uh and man i look forward hey we're gonna have you on again soon man i want to i want to want to have you on get some updates sounds like a blast man we can always take an even deeper dive on one lake in particular one month or recent catches whatever you want to do we can slice this slice and dice the data for you um so looking forward to it Beautiful. All right, Nate, we appreciate it, man. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Sounds good. Have a good rest of your day. All right. You as well. All right, guys. Great segment, man. That's some awesome stuff. Let's take another break and hear some more of this week's sponsors. Fishing Chaos invites all high school and college and social fishing teams to create a free team or club on the Fishing Chaos platform. Clubs can hold tournaments within the high school team or invite rival clubs and teams to compete in CPR, which is catch photo release events, as well as live weigh-in events, as Fishing Chaos supports most any tournament format. The addition of the new Fishing Chaos Club Management Platform allows teams and clubs to easily communicate with their members about upcoming events. It automates the tracking of Angler of the Year, or Team of the Year series standings and collects all angler results. If you're interested in setting up a free team or club or in hosting a tournament on the Fishing Chaos app, please contact fishingchaos.com or call Jesse Wilson at 256-508-1853. And brought to you by MB Ranch King Hunting Blinds and Feeders are built to last right here in the USA. With durability and convenience in mind, MB Ranch King's maintenance-free blinds are built and constructed with high-grade steel and come in a variety of sizes to meet any hunter's needs. We also offer high-quality, easy-to-use corn and protein feeders that can be filled with both feet on the ground. Call Kevin today for more information or get a quote at 205-807-2937. MB Ranch King built in the pursuit of perfection and brought to you by boaters list is your new reliable and fast resource designed to link everyone to everything on the water if you own or run a boat you know how difficult it can be to find the right company for the task at hand boaters list makes it easy to find the service you're looking for locate anything from fuel docks to service repairs or rentals of large yachts or even paddle boats, and all things in between at BoatersList.com. They will always strive to make it better on the water. And brought to you by BoatersList is your new reliable and fast resource designed to link everyone to everything on the water. If you own or run a boat, you know how difficult it can be to find the right company for the task at hand. 
Boaters List makes it easy to find the service you're looking for. Locate anything from fuel docks to service repairs or rentals of large yachts or even paddle boats and all things in between at BoatersList.com. They will always strive to make it better on the water. And brought to you by NorthAlabama.org. Are you looking for a real adventure? Whether you are experienced or just a weekend angler looking to land a big one, North Alabama is the place to go for your next fishing expedition. North Alabama is home to eight picturesque lakes, Pickwick, Wilson, Wheeler, Weiss, Smith, Neely Henry, Lake Gunnersville, and Bear Creek Lakes. Each lake is well-stocked with a variety of fish, and in North Alabama, fishing is great year-round. For more information, visit www.northalabama.org and click on Plan to download a North Alabama fishing guide. All right, Norman, great job. Always love having him on here. And uh, let's take a few minutes and, and hear from some of our sponsors. Great show today. We appreciate all of our callers. Appreciate Norman and Alex and, and, uh, and David calling in. And, uh, hey, it's water's cooling off, air's cooling off, fish are biting, and I'm hoping the deer are going to be moving. So look forward to talking to you guys again next week. That's going to be a wrap for the show. If you're enjoying this podcast, as always, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review, uh, subscribe to the podcast, and, man, love to hear from you on writing a review. Uh, that'd be awesome as well. If you would want us to, if you want us to send you the, send you the podcast every week when it comes out, all you have to do is text the word fishing to 314-665-1767. And we will email you the show each and every week. Make it easy for you. You ain't got to go look for it. All right, guys, that's a wrap for today. Y'all stay safe out there. We'll talk to you again next week. This week's Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report was brought to you by the OutdoorAlabama.com. That's where I learned the basics of how to hunt and fish, including what's in season and which license to buy. Learn more at OutdoorAlabama.com. Go hunt. Go fish. Get outdoors. This message was brought to you by the Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. And brought to you by Bucks Island. Bucks Island has been in business since 1948 for all of your new and used boat needs, as well as motor sales and services, and now they have a pro-level tackle store. Boat and motor trade-ins are welcome. Visit them online at bucksislands.com or give them a call at 256-442-2588. And brought to you by boaterslist.com. Do you own your own company that needs to reach boaters, anglers, and marine enthusiasts? Sign up for free today to grow your business on boaterslist.com. And by Southeastern Pond Management. If you want to grow big fish or healthier fish or just get your lake in better shape, call Southeastern Pond Management. You can call Norman Latona at 205-288-1371 or just look them up, southeasternpondmanagement.com.